Hey, what is going on guys, DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the showdown slate between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Brooklyn Nets. And let me just say, I am so excited for this series. I will say, I think this series might be uh, the best playoff series this season. I do. I am the most excited for this Nets-Bucks uh, uh, series. So, um, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and a live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you are unable to watch these videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could, uh, you know, if you take a minute, a minute or two out of your day, leave a five-star rating and review. That would help me out a ton because again, every single rating and review boosts me up in those podcast rankings. If you are interested interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on patreon.com. Also linked down below, uh, I offer an MBA package. We go over the main slate every day. When there is a main slate, we go over the, the late showdown slate every day. Uh, and then I also offer an eSports package that includes Call of Duty and CSGO. We get CSGO slates every single day. Call of Duty slates usually four times a week. And then I offer a gold package, which is kind of a combination of both. Basically, you get everything for one, uh, one price. And... Um, finally, I, I want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, so the idea is they will post fantasy scores uh, and you'll be taking over under on fantasy points. So, you know, for example, over under on Chris Middleton at 38 fantasy points. Now, you know, looking at these and looking at this Vegas total, right? This total, we'll talk about it, but it's almost 240. We know the Bucks play super fast and we know the Nets play super fast and the Nets play no defense. I'm looking at these fantasy scores or fantasy projections, whatever, and I'm like, they seem too low on almost everyone. Like Giannis at 58, the only reason, the only way he fails is a blowout or foul trouble. Really, I don't see him getting under 58 there. Uh, you know, Kevin Durant 50, that also seems way too low. You know, he's a, he's the guy of the big three that has the highest floor. Um, so like the over there on, uh, on KD, I think Drew Holiday goes over 38. He's been playing, he played phenomenal in that first series. And even some of these value guys, like, you know, Bruce Brown probably had to play a decent amount. Um, so yeah, I think this is interesting, but it feels like a lot of these guys are too low based on, you know, the, the pace that the game should be played. But they also have single stat DFS where you can take like over under on like points itself or assists, rebounds. Um, and I think it's a, a fun change of pace from DraftKings uh, because you're not playing against anyone. You're just playing against the house. If you look at top here, again, they have every single sport you can think of. So if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up use the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you put the max $100 in, you get a free $100 or $200 total to play with. And finally, I just got to thank everyone, guys, today. You guys made my day. So I made a, a announcement on Twitter. Um, I'll probably make a video on it as well. But um, I'm actually, today was my last day working at my full-time job, uh, stepping down to, to fully uh, commit now to, to YouTube, DFS full-time. And let me just say, I am so excited to have more free time, for one, and also make more, more content, too. So you'll probably be seeing more from me. And uh, really, the support, like reading everything I post on Twitter, it was overwhelming. Overwhelming, guys. I was, it, it really just made my day more than you know. And uh, I, was, I was just, wow. Like, there's so many supportive people in this community. And it was almost to the point where I was like, oh, man, 
I might be getting a little bit emotional here. It's like someone cutting onions. I was like, hey, guys, uh, again, great community here. Um, and I, I can't thank you guys enough for everything, really. Uh, the support is, it, it, it means the world to me. So, um, yeah, if you guys do enjoy all this content, if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to live. I will be doing a quick YouTube live stream tomorrow for this one. I might be, you know, for the strong sites, usually it's shorter. I might extend it a little bit just because I'm just super excited to talk about uh, this game. And let's try to aim for 150 likes on this video. I believe we have a two-gamer Sunday. I think we have mostly two gamers from here on out, but um, yeah. So enough of me talking uh, about previous slates and stuff like that. Let's jump into this one. I guess real quick, we can go over my lineup here from, from today's slate. And uh, let me tell you, I have nightmares about the Rick Carlisle and the Dallas big rotation. You know, again, put the clown paint on my face for trusting Carlisle that Dwight Powell would play more because he played so well last game. Uh, and also... Ty Lu and those Zubach minutes. You got to be kidding me, right? Zubach was playing 15 to 20 minutes a game. We saw last game, Dallas wanted to go big, and they did. And we saw the Clippers match him with Zubach. Well, what happens in this slate? Zubach barely plays. Dwight Powell barely plays. Shake my head, man. I was still close to the cash. If you would just get somewhat similar minutes to last game, like... Uh, we got, again, like 20 from Zubach and like 22, I think, from Powell. Like, just give me like, I don't know, 15 minutes from Zubach and like 15 minutes from Powell. Like, I'll take less than the other guy last game. No, we had Powell get like eight minutes and Zubach play six. Again, I'm a fool for, for trusting, especially Rick Carlisle, because we've seen that throughout throughout the season, him just being the woat for DFS. Uh, the winning lineup, funny thing is, this is actually my lineup Last showdown slate. I, I used the Boban and the captain and the team jam in with, with Luca, Kawhi, Paul, George, and then Reggie and Batum. And uh, yeah, Boban, he's, they, they seem convinced to, to want to give him some pretty big, pretty nice minutes in, in this series. And we know Boban's just a phenomenal point per minute guy. Had a couple of viewers uh, take down, split it. I know it wasn't a ton because a lot of people have this lineup, but still congrats to everyone that, that did win. And all right, now let's move on to this slate. Again, enough, enough of me talking and recapping. All right, so Bucks and Nats again, 239 and a half over under. The Nats are four-point favorites. Uh, I'm hoping the Bucks can pull this one off, but we'll see. Uh, because, again, I, I bet on the Bucks to win it all. I wanted to go a little bit contrarian. Uh, my Blazers pick, uh, not not working out so well. So hoping the Bucks can pull through for me. But all right. So, yeah, I said the combo 11.8K. Um, so for me, like of the guys at the top, if we look at, you know, Giannis, Katie, and Harden, my favorite of, of that bunch is Giannis because I feel like he is, you know, with the Brooklyn big three, it can be any one of them. You know, Giannis, as long as there's no foul trouble, he is going to have a big game. So, you know, going back to, to Milwaukee, I, I feel like he is the, the spend up I feel the the best about. I think he's the safest and also has a ton of upside too. Again, I think we get about 40 minutes from him in, in this series. Uh, you know, I mean, they're going to need him out there and we know he can do it all. So I don't need to tell you that Giannis is a great play because again, he is a great play in this slate. Now with Middleton and Drew Holiday. So, Drew Holiday played really well that last series. He did. He had the ball in his hands a ton. Look at these assist numbers. 10, 15, 12, and 9 for the last five games. That is really good to see. Also, he should play close to 40 minutes, maybe more. They need his defense and guys like Harden, 
guy like Kyrie. So I really like Drew Holiday here. I do prefer him to Middleton. I think he's more optimal. Now, that doesn't mean Middleton can't outscore Drew because he can. The reason I prefer Drew is, again, the floor with the assist, right? Drew had the ball in his hands a lot more. Middleton can do some of the peripheral stats for sure, but he, I guess he would be a little bit more uh, reliant on the scoring. So, um, you know, I'll give a slight preference to Drew over Chris Middleton. That doesn't, again, make Middleton out of play. I just lean Drew Holiday. Now we get to the Valley here. So, you know, the mid-range guys are tough on this slate because both teams are so star-heavy. Obviously, with Milwaukee, we have Drew, Middleton, and Giannis, where that's where all the productions come from. And then that's the big three. So, like, I have a tough time prioritizing these mid-range guys. So, a guy like Brooke Lopez, you know, I think we get close to 30 minutes from him. He's a decent point a guy. He had actually a pretty big game last game. It's just, it might be a little bit difficult to get him. If he's like a last piece in, I'm not going to talk you off him. You just got to mess around with roster construction, right? So, yeah, Brooke Lopez, fine. It's just, I feel like this slate is definitely setting up for, for stars and scrubs built. Like, I don't really want to go balanced on this show on slate. Now, Bryn Forbes, God. I guess he's just the GOAT now. <laughs> that last game, oh, man, I was like, you know what? I think Bryn Forbes is going to be popular after that last slate. And he just made me look like a fool and just nail all his shots. Uh, the fade was looking good for the first quarter and a half. Uh, and then he just came out in the second quarter and didn't miss. Uh, the issue with Bryn Forbes, as I will always say, is the floor is super low on him. It is. So be careful with Bryn Forbes. Uh, again, if he's not knocking down his shots, he has single-digit fantasy point floor. But the Bucks do need help scoring without DiVincenzo. And I think Forbes probably hovers in the you know 25-minute range. So not out of play, just a riskier play because of his uh, reliance on scoring. Bobby Portis at 5K. Also, don't hate him as a GPP play. And it's because he's a really productive guy off the bench, a good point per minute guy, and should get 15 to 20 minutes. And he's been pretty consistent, averaging close to 20 fancy points. So a fair play. I think Portis goes a little bit overlooked on the slate. Cheaper options, content was a huge letdown last slate, but we might need to play like one or two of these guys in this price range. And Connaughton, with no DiVincenzo, I think probably gets somewhere around 20 to 25 minutes. Now, sure, he had a four-game last game, but he can still go out and get you 15 to 20 points, right? We saw it two previous games. Three of the last five, we saw, you know, 15, 22, and 21. So Pat Connaughton, for sure, in play here. P.J. Tucker... Oh, he's cheap, but it's like, man, I don't even know if I can stomach it. But like, really, again, we might have to play one or two of these guys. And Tucker, I think, plays over 20 minutes. They're going to need his defense. He'll probably, you know, have some time guarding Kevin Durant. I really don't want to play PJ Tucker, but he's someone that you got to consider because he'll at least be on the court. He can fall into some rebounds. Now, Jeff Teague might play a couple minutes, might play a couple minutes in this series, but uh, that is super high risk, high reward. I don't think he plays a ton, really. So hard for me to prioritize that. And then that's it. That is the rotation from Milwaukee. So let's move on to Brooklyn. The big three here, Harden at 12, KD at 11, Kyrie at 9-8. From what we've seen, uh, Harden has flashed the most upside. He had it in the last series. I mean, these assist numbers are just crazy. 18-10, 70, 63, and 75 fans points the last three games. I do think KD probably has the highest floor of these guys. Um, he kind of had the floor game last game, but other than that, he was really consistent in that Boston series. So, you know, KD versus Harden. This one's a close one. It, it is. Um, Upside-wise, Harden probably has a little bit more upside, but you get KD at a $1,000 discount. So 
That's one where it's like it's close to a coin flip for me with those top two guys. Now, Kyrie, I think, does go a little bit overlooked on the show. The reason being is he's he's had a lower floor, right? KD is a guy that can get the rebounds, the blocks, Harden obviously the assist. Well, Kyrie's been a little bit more reliant on the scoring. You know, the peripherals haven't been as strong for him in, in that first series with Boston. So I feel like that makes him the riskiest of the bunch. And he's not super cheap either at almost 10K. So for those reasons, I think Kyrie is suboptimal on the slate. But that doesn't mean he can he can't go out and go over a big game. He can. So, you know, in if you want to differentiate your lineup, I don't hate going to Kyrie. Again, I just think he's a little bit more suboptimal on this one. Now, Joe Harris, it's just I, I just I can't pay 7K for Joe Harris, right? It doesn't make sense. Yes, the minutes will be there. Yes, he can go off and, and you know, nail like five or six straight threes like he did that, that one game against Boston. But I just don't think it makes sense, right? Unless you're just trying to get super, super different. Now, pretty big news here. Jeff Green has been ruled out. So, you know, you would think that would help Blake and Claxton's minutes. Not so much. Bruce Brown, oddly enough, has, has been the guy that has gotten a little bit more run. 24 minutes in back-to-back games. He's played well, too. And I would assume we get similar run from Bruce Brown, which I actually think makes him a pretty fair value play, a safer value play, I would say. Um, so, yes, I do have some mention in Bruce Brown. Blake Griffin, again, we know is kind of washed up at this point of his career, but we should get close to 20 minutes from him. He's only 4K playable, right? We got it. We're going to have to play one or two value guys at least on the, on the slate. Nick Claxton at 2-8. Now we're getting to some risky plays for sure. Claxton, I don't think, plays a ton. I would guess gets around 10 minutes, which, again, viable. He's actually a pretty good point-per-minute guy. Um, so playable, just risky, and maybe there's a slight chance he gets a DNP. I think there is. Small, small chance. And then uh, two guys left here. So Landry Shamit. I know. I almost puked in my mouth saying it, but... I think we get somewhere around 15 minutes from him, maybe a little bit more. We actually saw 22 that last game. He is clearly, right, not a good point per minute guy playing alongside the big three. But, you know, he's 1-8, so he allows you to get those stars in there. Um, And if you play him, you really just got to hope he doesn't kill you. Like, if you play him, you just got to hope, like, just give me, like, close to 10 fantasy points, Shamit. All right, that's it. Uh, And then finally, Tyler Johnson. He's at the flat min 1K. Are you going to feel good about playing Tyler Johnson? Of course not. But I do think he plays, right? He's been playing 8, 10, 16, 11. I think we get about 10 minutes from Tyler Johnson. Now, sure, there's a chance maybe it's a DNP, but that would be my guess. Um, if he does, then he's 1K. And it's like, you can if, if everyone in the 1K range, he's probably the guy I would roll the dice on because he's at least probably touches the court. Now, does DeAndre Jordan play in the series? I would guess not, unless he starts. Unless they move things around and DeAndre Jordan starts here. Then, obviously, I really like DeAndre Jordan because he's a good point per minute guy. But assuming he doesn't start, I think we just get another DNP. So that's kind of it, guys, for, for the team by, or, you know, player-by-player player breakdown. As far as roster construction, uh, I'm going to discuss this a little bit more on Patreon. But, again, I do think this is stars and scrub slate. You know, the balance build, I just don't think I don't think it makes a ton of sense. I think you want to focus on trying to get probably three, maybe even four of those stars into your lineup. And, you know, the value plays, fingers crossed, they don't kill you like they did to me tonight with Zubach and Dwight Powell. Again, thank you, Rick Carlisle.
But that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I would really appreciate if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to go live. Again, I will be live tomorrow. Make sure to check it out, guys, on my YouTube channel. Thanks again. Have a great night, and I'll see you tomorrow in the live stream.